right, y'all. Welcome back once again. You're listening to Spice Radio. I'm Ben Job. We got uh, Mr. Izzy Miller here today. How you doing, Izzy? I'm doing well. All right. You've been in a, a number of bands for a while. You were in Before Existence, Storage. So, any others that, around here? Well, I forgot about it Before Existence. Thanks, thanks for bringing that bad memory up. But... <laughs> hey, I uh, read it off your read it, read it right off the website. So, uh, Izzy Miller and Smoking Joey Gambrell was was a long time. That was the best one. All right. Are you but, still working with him? Uh, me no. Me and Joey split up. Uh, and. September of 2013, but you know, mutual terms, everything's good there. So. Oh, good deal. Well, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you how how big of a change that was going from like working with bands and then going straight into the solo kind of stuff. If that was a a big difference for your songwriting and getting everything produced and all that stuff. Well, it's given my ego like a huge boost, but short of that, no, not really. <laughs> so, did you do most of the uh, writing and stuff in your bands? Uh, most of it, you know, there were, there was collaborations with, with all of it, but most of it, uh, lyrics and music and everything. Yes. Well, good deal. Yeah. I heard one of your tracks, uh, uh rapid decline and my, you had my condolences. <laughs> no, I loved it. I loved it. And, uh, you had some, like, I think it was uh Hammond or some kind of organ in there. Was that you playing that? Or? No, that was my good friend, uh, Joey Huffman, uh, played the B3 on there. Oh yeah. That's great. And I don't know. There's so, it's such a classic sound and I don't know. If you can if you can get a B three player or you just have B three, it just makes everything better, in my opinion. I, I don't know. I don't disagree with you there. B three just it livens everything up. Is that featured more on the album or uh yeah, there's a few tracks. There's another track uh called After the Carnival that's got the B three and there's it's real piano heavy too on the record, so Oh good deal. So uh that that's coming out November eleventh, is that right? That is correct. Are you gonna be uh Bringing that to any of the record stores around here online, like where's it? Where will uh, it be at for people? As far as record stores, it'll be available a few places around here. Uh, it'll be available on everything like Amazon, iTunes, everything will be there. So, good deal, good deal. Well, uh, you want to give us a track off this new album? Sure, why not? All right, which one would you be going for? What do you want to hear? <laughs> well, I've only he- I've already heard "Rapid Decline." Uh, how about you? You got a title track? Uh, no, well, the album's called Commercially Inept, because no one's ever gonna buy this crap, but, <laughs> uh, I can play the title, let's do the title track real quick, I'll, I'll pick that tune for you. Alright, good deal, well, this is, uh, Izzy Miller, with this song from Commercially Inept. Watch sun rise as I felt myself sink low Don't know if I can handle one more tone to you so Been waiting down the hill for some while to pick me up But no one has and I just feel stuck you don't sleep at night You can make me feel Alright If you can feed me a bunch of lies You can be part of my rapid decline I 
Rapid Decline from Commercially Inept, straight off the album, brand new, right? Brand new. <laughs> so how did you get into this whole music dealio thing? I made a deal with the devil. Uh, the crossroads are just wherever you were at. No, it was it was, it was was more of like a, a really messed up intersection. <laughs> it was like a, a sixth street kind of... Yeah. Like an overpass, more like. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's where I live now since I'm in the music business, under the overpass. Oh, yes. If you, yeah, if it, what's a musician without a girlfriend? Homeless. Oh, there you go. See, every every musician knows this joke, but it's more of a reality. What do you do when a drummer knocks on your front door? What? You pay him for the pizza and tell him to get off your porch. No, but seriously, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I grew up playing country music with all my family and everything, and I always wanted to be a country singer. And there's a country song on the record that we might do later if, if y'all are nice to me. Oh, good deal. And that's basically how it started. Well, um, I know a lot of folks that play with their family. They si- they seem like they learn every single instrument. Is that the case for you? Like, oh. do you know do you know how to play like the the banjo, the mandolin, all that stuff? I can barely play the guitar. <laughs> I, I dabble on stuff, but I'm not that good. I'll t- I'll be the first to tell you that. So, did you have family members that that taught you directly how to play guitar? Do you just pick it up and? It was more of a uh, just picking it up thing. Uh, my dad showed me some chords. I just kind of went from there. I took lessons for a while, but. You know, most of it you just learn playing with other people most of the time. Yeah, were you were you writing songs back then? Or? Oh no, I wrote my first song. I think I was thirteen with Before Existence. Since you brought that up, uh, that song was called Walking Towards the Light. And uh, was it what kind of song was it? it was like a, it sounds like a gospel song. Just oh <laughs> well, no, we uh, we recorded it on the uh, storage record in two thousand. 10 i believe mm-hmm. and uh but there's a demo version that we did with before existence and i i remember recording it but i've never i've never heard it after that so if anyone's got a copy of that <laughs> if, if they'd send it to me that'd be great 
Well, good deal. But uh, that that was that was the first one. I think I was thirteen when I wrote that. So uh, storage, y'all uh, toured around a little bit, didn't you? A little bit, yeah. Uh, we played pretty heavily. You know, we had a few radio singles, all that good stuff. Then then we we split up, and now we hate each other. You know how it goes. Just the normal progression. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, uh, de-evolution. Right. Well, did you enjoy the touring? Was that just kind of a burden thing you had to do, or was it like that was that was that was that the best part? No, nah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it, it was weird because uh, it was me, a guy named Austin Bryan, and Sean Rose, and we had some good times. But we had some really bad times together too. But uh, you know, we we were all kind of lonely kids that no one would sit at lunch with at school. You know, when I joined that band, I was fourteen, I think. And uh, kind of overnight, you know, we were on the radio and stuff, and people wanted to be around us, and we didn't really want to be around people. We didn't know how to handle that. And um, it was weird, but we, we definitely enjoyed the women. Those were, That was nice. Cause we <laughs> so could, half we of couldn't the get people, them before. Half the folks that were showing up was awesome, right? Well, men didn't like us. Ah. Uh, they just they pulling, didn't, they didn't think your... we were cute. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, you guys just started jamming together out of the blue, or what? Did you meet each other first, and well, it just came up? Uh, Austin and Sean and I played together in Before Existence, mm-hmm. and uh, it kind of splintered off of that. So when Before Existence ended, we just kind of went on and did our separate thing. and uh, We did a reunion in 2011, and uh, Joey Gambrell played drums with that, oh, good and that was a lot of fun. Well, yeah. So, uh, did that? Do you feel like that changed your band dynamic with the uh, radio singles and all that stuff, kind of blowing up? Uh, not really. We always, or I always did what I wanted to do. They they wanted to kind of go with what was hot and everything, but I always mm-hmm. did what I wanted to do. And when when that stopped, I just left. It was no fun for me anymore. I don't I don't care what anyone else is doing. Most most stuff other people's doing is crap. You know. Yeah. I'm not saying mine's any better, but well, it's a real personal thing. You know, like your music is uh, like. I mean, really, you can try and produce something that's not you, but it just doesn't come off well, in my experience, you know. Very true. And, uh, I mean, it might make it on the radio, but you've got you've got to have the soul there. That is and true. And we're, I don't know, I'm very glad you're still making music and you're all around, so. You ain't got to lie to me. No, I am. I mean. <laughs> I'll take you out to dinner either way. You said you got to boost that ego, right? So this is what I'm here for, right? You got to stroke the ego just right. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a new kitten, you know. You're yeah. Yeah. Don't overdo it, you know. It'll hate you later if you do. Well, you got another track to play for us? Well, sure. Uh, You want to hear one off the record? I would love to. Let's do, uh, since we're having a beer here, let's do I Forgot to Get Drunk. All right. I Forgot to Get Drunk with Izzy Miller. I went out on the town Found your memory out But I just wound up talking to the waitress again And I didn't go home too late Or even hesitate To pass out on the couch way before dawn and I forgot to get drunk Cause your memory's on my mind And I forgot to get drunk 
Cause thinking's taking all of my time It's so hard to face the facts When I can't even detract And I guess that I forgot to get drunk Beer's much too weak And my future's looking bleak I guess they've tried it all To get over you But there's no hangovers here Cause the writing's just too clear Nothing that I can drink will ease this pain And I forgot to get drunk Cause your memory's on my mind And I forgot to get drunk Cause thinking's taking all of my time so hard to face the facts when I can't even detract and I guess that I forgot to get drunk sitting here at this bar and looking up into the stars I can't even recall how I wound up here And I forgot to get drunk Cause your memory's on my mind And I forgot to get drunk Cause thinking's taking all of my time so hard to face the facts when I can't even detract and I guess that I forgot to get drunk alright we're back with Izzy Miller uh, that was I Forgot to Get Drunk so uh, where do these songs hit you? They just hit you out the blue, and you know most of them do. Uh, I forget to get I I forget I forgot to get drunk. <laughs> that that one might be a lie. I forgot to get drunk. Just kind of popped up. You know we we like I said I always loved country music. I kind of wanted to write a country song, mm-hmm. and you know there's so many drinking country songs which are great. Yeah. I'm all for that. But I thought, what if someone was so messed up they they didn't get drunk. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good idea. But uh rapid decline, all that stuff just kinda hits you, you know, just I'll go eight, nine months I won't write a thing. And then really? all of a sudden something just hits you. So you just are you usually playing chords and then they, it all falls together? Do you get the lyrics come first or what? Typically I'll actually be in the shower, you know, lathering up. Oh, yeah. just, you'll hear something. Uh as a matter of fact there's a song on the record called You Don't Have to Fall in Love Like This. I wrote wrote duh. I wrote that, if I can talk, I wrote that 
uh, about a week before we actually went into the studio, and I huh. that song was like five minutes. You just it just hits you, and you see it. And most of them are like that. Do you panic to like get it down? <laughs> Not really. You know, I still don't know the lyrics to any of these songs. So it's all kind of a, it's all kind of multiple choice. But um, yeah, I wrote that song. Like I said, they either come quick for me or they don't come mm-hmm. at all. If they, you know, if it's something I write a verse and then two or three days goes by and I don't write anything else, I just trash it. Yeah. Okay. So if it doesn't grow, it just kind of just it just get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any songs that you've been working on for? like years and you just can't like put the finishing touches on or any of that just hang around. Well, there's always a folder of, you know, scraps of stuff. And uh-huh. uh, there's a song that actually almost went on this record. Uh, and it was supposed to go on the last record, the record before, <laughs> and eventually it'll make it in. But, uh, there's stuff like that. There's always other songs that just mm-hmm. didn't make it that will get, they'll get refined eventually and they'll make it down. Well, it's always handy to have that, you like scrapbook sort of, yeah. of all these ideas. The reject if you ever, folder. Yeah. If you ever need a little piece, it might be that one. Yeah. Know. Well, good deal. So uh, uh, you made this album in Atlanta, is there? Yeah, we, we cut this in Atlanta at the, uh, it was actually in Marietta, Georgia at the vault uh, okay. with my good friend Joey Huffman and uh, his friend Kevin, who's my friend now, uh, Kevin Sellers. Okay. Have you worked in a lot of different studios? Uh, you know, a few. You know, I recorded a few albums at my at my house, mm-hmm. you know, at my home studio. Uh, we recorded the storage record in Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this last one, of course, in in, in uh, Marietta, Georgia, or Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, you know, out of all of them, this one was probably the most fun to make. And me and Joey are real good friends. And it was just a blast. We had a great time. Oh, that's a good deal. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of people making stuff like out of their uh, basements or mm-hmm. kitchens or wherever, you know. And uh, there's a lot of new tools and stuff. But I, I think at some point it'd be really nice to work with, you know, professional that can just streamline the whole process, you know. Well, my uh, I had a song out a few years ago called 16. It, it kind of brought me back after storage uh, failed rather badly. Uh, the hipsters started listening to it. Of all, oh, no. If, if everyone to save me, it was the hipsters. And uh, that, that song was recorded in my bathroom. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it just acoustic track or what? It is. It's an acoustic track that I recorded in my bathroom. <laughs> well, I've I've heard of musicians that will get in someone's bathroom or something, and then they'll wait. They'll wait like a year for that person to move out, and they'll they'll just get right in there and be like, "Yep, we're setting up the mics." So I don't like to stalk out bathroom. my friends like that. I, I, I just use my own bathroom. <laughs> Well, that's it. You're not that picky, but you're cool. No. Right. no. <laughs> a bathroom's a bathroom. Somebody's I don't go to bathroom. all my friends' houses and look in their bathrooms. <laughs> this one has the best acoustics. <laughs> it has been done, I'll tell you that. I was good. I checked yours out a little while ago. It's Yeah. I'm kind of digging it. <laughs> that's where my next record's going to be cut. All right. Well, now we know. We're, well, we got the whole record then. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you talked a little bit earlier about the kind of, I guess, the glamour type of pop music uh country music that there is now oh yeah before we start doing all this <laughs> yeah i can't tell you what i think about that they'll they'll kick me out of here oh yeah. well we won't kick you out of here i think country music sucks now you know well i feel like the the genres are so strange and kind of watered down in a way well everything's kind of forced itself into each other there's really no there's no genres anymore mm-hmm. it's yeah. all the same you know it's all the same regurgitated crap right and they're they're all using like this high-tech equipment on most of these like super produced yeah. records and stuff so it's yeah i'm not really against that you know just whatever you want to use i don't i don't care if you're digital or analog i don't care about any of that stuff mm-hmm. but when your songs you know blow goats you know right you really can't 
you can't say anything, you know. That someone asked me a few weeks ago. They said, "When did country music go wrong?" And I said, "Well, when people start drinking beer with the girls with painted on jeans to have fun. Mm-hmm. You don't drink beer to have fun. No one drinks beer to have fun. Right? You do that to forget the woman that left you, or your, you know, your dog died or something. That's a country song." Yeah, it's it's kind of like trivial now, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, you don't drive a truck down the road to impress your bros. Right. You drive a truck because yeah. you got to drive a truck. Yeah, you buy you buy that uh, gigantic truck with the chrome wheels, yeah. and then you, you never haul anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's I mean that's the country music w- equivalent of your car sounding like a weed eater. Same thing, right? Really. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, the muffler doesn't exist, but you know it's cool. I saw I, I saw Ford, I saw a Ford Focus the other day with mm-hmm. one of those exhaust on it. <laughs> nice. Come that, on. Well, those are those dangerous uh, racing focuses. You know, they go like eighty <laughs> miles per hour. <laughs> we'll Scared me. Well, you got another uh, song to play for us? Yeah, y'all want one hear, more in the pocket? What do y'all want to hear? Y'all want to hear one off the record? Y'all want to hear an old one? What do y'all want to hear? I'd like to hear something off the record myself. Well, we could probably do that. You got any favorites? I like uh, the opening song on there is called You Don't Have to Fall in Love Like This. I get to be so mm-hmm. sleazy on it. <laughs> it's basically your boyfriend sucks, come sleep with Izzy Miller. All right, But it's yeah. really sweet when you hear it in the songs. So. Well, I think you should play that one. Well, I'll play that one. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Izzy Miller with the, You Don't Have to Fall in Love That Way. Is that correct? Like this. Like this. Come on. You did all your homework. <laughs> If I don't, hey, if I don't mess up the names at the end in the third segment, uh-huh. then there's something wrong with the show. Like that's that's true. what that's that's my uh, emergency call. That's like I'm being held hostage because oh. I always mess it up in oh. the third segment. I don't have a gun to his head. Don't don't run this way. <laughs> no, I mess it up. We're good. We're good. Oh, Listeners, we're oh, good. Oh, so if you mess it up, you're okay. If you don't, yeah, mess exactly, it up. exactly. Oh. Well, this is me singing. You don't have to fall in love like this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Izzy. All right. Here he is. You don't have to fall in love like this. Just give in to one kiss. He may be just a good old boy, but don't you want something a little more dangerous? I won't promise you'll love me forever, but I'll damn sure love you tonight. I doubt I can make your dreams come true, but baby, I'll make you feel alright. He might buy you all of those rings. And some diamonds and all of those things All I got is this ugly time You people that tell me I can sing And I'll write you a new one every day Sing you a new one every night Tell you how pretty you are Tell them out of breath and blue in the face In the end we may just call it friends or we may try it all again You may run back to the one that you're with But there's nothing wrong with one good, not a sin And you ain't got to tell him anything If you decide against us What he don't know won't hurt him 
Now right here you gotta pretend there's a really pretty piano part. Cause there's one on the record, but not on here. two tracks recorded live right here in Spice Rack Studios. Uh, that was You Don't Have to Fall in Love Like This. See? You got, got it? it? I got it. It's the fourth It's the fourth zone, so I'm totally good now. I missed a verse there, but if you want to hear that <laughs> bad enough, you got to buy the record. There you go. Out November 11th on uh, Amazon, iTunes, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. All right. All that, all that swag. <laughs> all the swag you can handle. How much more Izzy swag Miller. can the new Izzy Miller record be? That should be, be the next, the next no record. No more swag. All the swag you can handle. Well, like I, I, we were talking about earlier, before we started doing all this, I had like different titles, and one was Pocket Full of Swag. <laughs> and that one didn't that one didn't make it. <laughs> I would love to see the cover for that, though. Well. Like, you could have some, like, some gemmed out, you know, boots and all. <laughs> standing, like, at the Waffle House with the there Waffle House There you go, waitress. there you go. Yeah, yeah. heck yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming again, man. Thanks, thanks for, for playing for me. us. Um, I'd like to thank Dan Bullard for doing the sound. Say hi, Dan. Hi. Yeah, he's pulling ah! pulling ah! levers, pressing buttons, screaming randomly sometimes. It's he does good. that. That's why, we lo- <laughs> that's why we love him. We try and keep him in the corner where you can't hear it. But Well, I'm Ben Job. Uh, this is Izzy Miller. Hi, guys. And uh, the last track will be uh, Rekindle the Light mm-hmm. off that new album. So go pick it up November 11th. We'll see you next time.
it lays beneath Next to some you love Watch the stars And the skies that they cover And are you lonesome a production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash spiceradiohuntsville, or on Twitter at spiceradiohsv. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.